This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot. We charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Welcome to another episode of Top Stories, I'm Andy Zaltzman. Today in the Bugle Archives we're going back nearly a decade to March 2014, but this top story sounds eerily and depressingly like it could be taking place in 2023. Crimea, Russia and referendums that the international community refuses to recognise, all featured in Bugle issue 263, with me and John Oliver. Top Story this week, Crimea Identity Crisis! And look, it's a confusing time to be a Crimean, Andy. They understandably don't really know who they are deep down right now. Are they Ukrainian? Are they Russian? Are they independently Crimean? Are they somehow Belgian? I mean, holy (laughs) shit, Andy. Have they gone through this and through some clumsily misfile paperwork? They're inexplicable. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number smart beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number limited edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. 
Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Ending up Belgian. I guess anything's possible at that point, but that would be terrible. Um, when we last bugled, uh, tensions between the US and Russia were like a fiery six-layer burrito. They were uncomfortably spicy. But uh, thankfully, what seemed to be heading towards a Cold War II has instead ended up being limited to passive-aggressive pettiness. And as for Ukraine, things are still unresolved. Now, the people of Crimea uh, went to the polls this week to take part in a referendum which the entire international community refused to recognise and which Russia regarded as completely legitimate. (laughs) Uh, It became clear that the only function of the referendum was really going to be purely symbolic, and that symbol was likely to be a giant middle finger in the colours of the Russian flag pointed firmly in the direction of Kiev. (laughs) Uh, In the end, the results of the referendum were a massive 97% of people voted for independence. A number you could only really describe as suspiciously high. (laughs) Yeah, I did some research into this, John. That is a higher percentage than the percentage of Dutch men who enjoy sex, according to an official (laughs) Dutch government investigation. (laughs) Nothing can be that popular. (laughs) Surely. No no single thing can be that popular. (laughs) Yeah, that's the problem. Putin has really overstepped with this, because if you're going to stage a sham referendum, you still have to obey the basic rules of cheating. (laughs) There is still honour among thieves. You can't have anything. Now, no-one's going to believe 97%. It's undeniably true that Crimea is largely ethnically Russian, and a majority of the population would like to be part of Russia. But not 97%, Andy. That's a higher approval rate than ice cream. And everyone f***ing loves ice cream. (laughs) That's a higher approval rate than Dutch men having sex whilst eating an ice cream. And that's, that is over 100%. <laughs> and you might think that's not mathematically possible. Go to Holland, <laughs> step off a train, the first thing you'll see is a Dutch man having sex with a bowl of ice cream. <laughs> with a look on his face of pure happiness, the level of which you don't recognise. <laughs> the point is, numbers don't apply on that, in that particular situation. There is a genuine sense of turbulence in the air uh, around uh, Crimea. Literally, in fact, my flight back from India went over the Black Sea on oh, Tuesday, really? and there was literal turbulence. It was like okay. being inside the stomach of a 1980s trade unionist with a fetish for bouffant-haired, powerful blonde women, catching a glimpse of Margaret Thatcher coming out of the shower naked as an egg, singing, I'm going to close that mind to the tune of Blue Moon. Proper churn, John. It was a proper churn. Specific reference, Andy. <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> The vote uh, itself was rigged before a single ballot was cast, simply by what was on the ballot itself, because there was no real no option for this vote. <laughs> there, were, there were two choices, and they were, one, do you want to be part of Russia, or two, do you want to be independent with links to Ukraine? And the problem with that last option is that the Crimean Parliament had already said that its first act of independence, should it become independent, was to immediately declare Crimea as part of Russia. So the choice essentially was, do you want to join Russia now, or would you like to join Russia later, with a potential follow-up option, or of, uh, or would you really prefer to go f*** yourself? And pick any one of those three, you are free to, isn't democracy fun? <laughs> Russia was also quick to point out that there were uh, international observers of the referendum there, international election observers, although it's 
Uh, worth pointing out that while, yes, technically, that is true, all of those international observers were in fact Russian. And <laughs> much of the observation they were observing was done through the, the scope of a Kalashnikov rifle. <laughs> it was basically a lot of uh, very Russian-dressed soldiers saying, oh, please, please, do not uh, panic. I'm not pointing gun at you. It's just better to watch the majesty of the democratic process through the sight of this rifle. <laughs> also, please, do not be alarmed if I celebrate you exercising your majestic right to vote by firing a celebratory round just over your head. Just over. <laughs> Uh, at the end of all this, democracy has been left standing in the middle, looking rather confused and a little distraught. Um, and it, it's been a tough time for democracy in this whole dispute, because the, uh, you, it all started with the Ukrainian president, Viktor Yanukovych, being overthrown. He was the democratically elected uh, who was um, formerly in charge of Ukraine. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, a, but a democratically elected yeah. John, albeit that he was democratically elected and not exactly the most taint-free bit of democracy that we've ever seen and he was ousted by a mixture of different groups some pro-western hooray and strum some strongly nationalistic boo, boo. And history shows that when you have a cocktail of boos and hoorays foreign policy gets complicated and often ends up with an ooh. i hope i've explained that in accessible terms it's, it's, it's a tricky situation that the non-Russian members of the international community are reacting by largely not recognising uh, the referendum, which is another way of saying they're desperately ignoring it and pretending that it didn't happen, <laughs> uh, and they're also arguing over what kind of sanctions to inflict on Russia. Now, in the US, there was much talk of strong sanctions, Andy. Strong, strong sanctions. And when they came down, they seemed to have all the strength of an anemic kitten with low muscle mass. Because <laughs> it, it turned out that the first batch of sanctions were targeted at a list of seven Russian officials and four Crimean officials. So 11 people <laughs> in total, Andy. That's not a powerful demonstration of international consensus towards punishment. That's a football team. <laughs> and to make the list even worse, of those seven Russian officials, Vladimir Putin's name was not among them. <laughs> so I can only assume that this entire annexation of the Crimea is happening without his knowledge, Andy. Maybe it's going to be a surprise 60-second birthday present for the man. <laughs> Vladimir, surprise! We, we know that you've had your eye on a largely pointless peninsula for a while now. This is perfect for you. I hope you enjoy it, and if you don't, it doesn't matter. It's uh, largely <laughs> symbolic. <laughs> uh, France have been equally strong. They've said they may possibly cancel a contract for building two warships for Russia. May. Wow. I mean, that's... Wow. Uh, John John Kerry, of course, had... I mean, he's been as good as his word, John. He said there will be a response of some kind. And, okay. you know, but the, these sanctions on 11 people, that's, that's some kind. There have been travel bans, John, on uh, mm -hmm. various prominent Russians. And no doubt it's very disappointing if you're a multi-billion ruble Russian oligarch. Uh, if you no longer have the option of taking your annual caravanning holiday in Bognor Regis on the south coast of Britain, that has to sting like a sunburned gherkin, John. These are strong <laughs> sanctions, John. Well, also, the, the Russians on the American sanctions list seem strangely completely unconcerned with the <laughs> crippling measures that they're under. A number of them have pointed out that having US assets frozen was not likely to affect them due to the fact that they didn't have any US assets. <laughs> uh, one man in particular, Vladislav Surkov, a uh, top Putin supporter, actually sounded thrilled about being on the list, saying, it's a big honour for me. 
I don't have accounts abroad. The only things that interest me in the US are, and this is an exact quote, Tupac Shakur, Allen Ginsberg and Jackson Pollock. I don't need a visa to access their work. I lose nothing. Now, I will say, that's a pretty broad range of cultural references right there. The poetry of Ginsberg, the painting of Pollock, and the raptacular rhymes of Tupac. If you like all three of those, you essentially like the entire spectrum of American culture. But Russia announced that they would retaliate in kind, with the foreign ministry denouncing American sanctions as a tool from the arsenal of the past, uh, saying that they would backfire, and the statement continuing saying, uh, there should be no doubt for every hostile attack, we will respond appropriately. And fire back they did, Andy, by... Yes, you've guessed it. Putting sanctions on 11 American figures, <laughs> including John McCain and Majority Whip Dick Durbin, who presumably is about to release a statement saying, It's a bit of an honour for me. I don't have accounts abroad. The only things that interest me in Russia are Stra- Stravinsky, Maria Sharapova and Yakov Smirnov. I don't need a visa to access their work. I lose nothing. Durbin out. <laughs> This is good, and we've yep. come a long way from the Cuban Missile Crisis, Andy. <laughs> mutually assured destruction has been replaced with mutually assured bitchiness. There's crotchety <laughs> old men sniping at each other. Uh, the international community have uh, clubbed together to help uh, help Ukraine. The EU has uh, signed um, the association deal with the Ukraine, which uh, was why this whole kind of domino topple began uh, a few months ago. Uh, and also, various international nations have said that they'll compensate Ukraine for the loss of its Crimean territory by donating slivers of land from their own countries to the Ukraine. The UK is offering the north north coast of Norfolk, including the holiday resort of Croma, whilst Spain has offered Portugal. And uh, the USA <laughs> is rumoured to be considering, uh, considering offering Miami. So uh, there you go. It's okay. a win-win situation for everyone. Uh, Putin's argument for the annexation is that the Crimea is historically Russian. But that argument is is always, historically, a slippery slope. Uh, Because it also leaves him wide open to the ancient Greeks coming back to life, like the skeletons in Jason and the Argonauts, and reclaiming the Crimea as Torika, the land that Heracles once zoomed around on doing donuts on his mighty ox. And also... Even more importantly, it leaves the door wide open to the Queen coming back here to the US and claiming it as historically British, which it is, Andy. <laughs> well, it, I mean, we talk about dodgy declarations of independence, such as the Crimean one. America was founded on that, John. Founded. How can yep. it possibly lecture Russia without first withdrawing the Declaration of Independence and becoming part of the United Kingdom again? I think that was the very least that Barack Obama should be doing. This is an illegitimate nation, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be seeing you moving back home in a couple of weeks, John. No, please no. Please no. It's clear I'm not wanted there. <laughs> Thank you, Buglers. More top stories tomorrow and yesterday. And indeed, uh, now, this, this one you've just listened to. Hi, it's producer Chris from The Bugle here. Did you know that I have a new series of my podcast, Richie Firth, Travel Hacker, out now? It's the show where Richie Firth and I talk about how to make travel better in our very special way. In this series, we discuss line bikes, Teslas, the London Overground, and a whole bunch of other random stuff that possibly involves wheels or tracks or engines of some variety. God, what a hot sell this is. I mean, you you, you must be so excited. Listen now. <laughs>